Here we go for Outdoorsman Sunday nights at 6 o'clock at MyBobCountry.com, where we have so much fun. Got a big show tonight. We're going to start out with a uh, little, little, little later on with Eric and Zach Petternus. And he's the 13-year-old kid who caught that big walleye on Gull Lake and won a truck. What? That's, yeah, that's going to be a hell of a story. He'll be on uh, later on. And uh, Jennifer Putins is going to be on as well. Adventurous Magazine. I know nothing about it, although I know... It is a magazine tailored specifically to women, so we're going to find out from her as well. But in the meantime, let's talk about a week's welcome, everybody, to the Four Outdoorsmen. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing great. Happy Super Bowl Sunday, everybody. Uh, I Hopefully you are listening to us because that's more important than the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This just... time next year, it's going to be the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Always next year, in right? The Super Bowl. Your hey, defensive this, coordinator, this, that's big yeah, news. Brian this, can, can you see people next year on a Sunday, during Super Bowl Sunday, they will not have remembered who won the Super Bowl last Sunday, but they'll be sitting around having their cocktails and, and nachos and saying, remember last year, this time we were listening to the four outdoorsmen? Yeah. Remember those guests they had? God, that was a hell of a <laughs> that show. That was awesome. That was a hell of a show. And what? later on, <laughs> I am going to predict the score. Yeah, yeah. So I will yeah. let you know what I'm feeling at that time. Yeah, yeah. So. By the way, I will be featured in the Super Bowl this year on an ad for Sport Court. What? Yeah. 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 I got a lot of. Uh, That's so cool. Great. That's awesome. Because uh, th- so I work for Ron Chair Productions and we produce TV commercials for people, and we happen to produce one for Sport Court, and they needed a family with a really good that would work. Dad. That would work for free. That would work for free with a lot of kids, <laughs> and it was my account, so we filmed it at my house. My wife is in it. All three of my kids are in it. And it played in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. And I got so many texts to be like, were you on a commercial in the <laughs> NFC Championship game? Yeah, I'm I like, know. Yeah. Yes, I was. So and that, uh, that was regional, wasn't it? But now this is they're going national. No, it's regional again. Oh, so it's they, still cool. So Minnesota and Wisconsin, but it's still. Does pretty, that cost awesome. them still a lot of money for the Super Bowl? Not for the regional. It's not as much as you would think. He told me the price. I'm not going to say it. Yeah, But don't. it's not as expensive as I would have thought. Okay. And uh, for for the amount of people that reached out to me and said they saw it, I was pretty impressed. Yeah, yeah, worth it. Shout out to my friend Ray Bell with Dinky Town Media who placed that spot. But, yeah, he surprised me at that one. He's like, you're going to be on in the Super Bowl. I said, say what? My wife was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. She was. <laughs> she is not a uh, uh, – Likes attention. To Boy, you go person. from Pearson Candy Company all the way up to the sport. <laughs> you, you got, you're making the, you're making the, making it up like uh, we're moving on up. It's all about moving me, man. On I'm, I'm famous. I'm yeah. famous. Yeah. Anyway, it only um, took you seven years to become an overnight sensation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, big week for you. You went up north fishing. We're yeah. gonna hear all about that. I'm actually going the exact same trip next Sunday with Do North Outdoors to Ballard's. Same deal, two days. So I'm going to um, hopefully uh, I catch a few more fish, but I'm, I'm excited to basically do the same trip that you're doing. Right and I'm going to be gone in Florida. Florida. I actually have a really crazy, weird Thursday. Kirsten and I are flying down to Nashville for one night. Oh, yeah. You told me about this. Michael Waddell, the bone collector, invited us to go down to this big party. Like Blake Shelton will be there. Justin Timberlake. You're kind Jimmy of a big Fallon. deal, too. That's bigger than being in the Super Bowl, I'll tell you that. I'd no, rather do that. No. But <laughs> we're going down for one night, and then we leave on Sunday to go to Florida for four days. So Life's a bitch, and then you We're die. not going to have anyone to do the show. You're going to be in Arizona. we got to <laughs> figure this out. Yeah. we got to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, you and I can record it on, like, Wednesday. Oh, yeah, yeah, we could do that. Well, why, um, why can't I do it from uh, from Arizona? Can I help you guys from Arizona? Yeah, you could call in. Sure. Or we could just do it without you if you relax. You want to relax. Speaking in of, no, I like uh, it. this is more fun. If, if I got to spend time with my buddy Alman Gene. BS. I'd rather be on the phone with you guys. Alman. We'll work something out. We'll 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 do this logistically. We have some options here. We're at the beautiful Capra Studio. 
live from Blaine, Minnesota. Speaking of Michael Waddell, you have an exciting new product. Why don't you give us a brief overview of that? At Campra's. We're in Campra's Sporting Goods Store right now. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate the plugs. <clears throat> yeah, we have – I think we're one of two or three dealers nationwide who were on the breaking uh, breaking release of the Bone Collector. Michael Waddell's Bone Collector has purchased their own factory and are producing and manufacturing their own Bone Collector branded turkey gun. Turkey gun. Which is com- it's offered right now in a 12-gauge. Didn't know they had a turkey gun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, shorter barrel. It's got uh, a gobbler on the end of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then at the end of February, they are shipping the 20-gauges. So right now, you can come here, Capra Sporting Goods, Blaine, Minnesota, and put your hand on one of the first probably 50 sold bone collector shotguns. Nice in this country, and they are nice. They're they're. It helps having big friends. Yeah, they uh, like physically. Yeah. Okay. Um, they are very very well designed. You know, Michael Waddell's biggest passion, and you know, is turkey. So to have him, you know, the godfather of turkey hunting, let's say, develop this, you know, it's good. He wouldn't put his name on it if it was crap. Well. I've never turkey hunted really, so uh, that's yeah. You have well. Can I sat, yeah. I sat with you can one you time. See me? Yeah, can you see me? We sat one time and we, did, we didn't really know. <laughs> we, we didn't take it very seriously. No, we didn't take it very seriously. That was eight years ago when we were just in the beginning of our turkey hunting. Season. Yeah, now we're superstars. Yeah, let's talk, we, let's talk about. I'm going to talk about um, uh, ballards. 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 We had a lot yeah. of fun. If you're going on the same trip, it's really one thing you're going to learn. We had 50 people on a bus, and and Brandon and I. Uh, from the homegrown show, Bob FM's homegrown grown show, just before ours, we had a chance to co-host it, which was great. We had 50 people and sold it out, sold it out very, very quickly. And uh, so, power 50, of radio, yeah, and it was what well, power of Strewman's, what it is, man. They, <laughs> Half the people were your friends. They got to, they got to see is this guy's nuts. Is he really? Is he, he has the acts on air. So, uh, so, uh, but it's so well organized. A nice ride up. Had a lot of fun on the way up. The rooms are nice. Uh, the the meals fantastic. The fantastic walleye dinner the last night we were there, and uh, it's it's so well organized. So you get up at seven. Now, no one's getting up at five o'clock in the morning to go fishing and meet outside your room at eight o'clock in the morning. They put you in those big old bombers and they haul you out. We went out sixteen miles both days, sixteen seventeen miles. You think to be fish right near the resort, but you got to go sixteen <laughs> miles on Lake. I don't understand it all. You know. And then, uh, yeah, that was funny. It was, we're going out 16 miles. We're seeing fishermen go right past us going the other direction. What the, where are you guys going? You know? 16 miles The south. other way. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it is a, a great experience. But one thing I, that we, well, I didn't do well, I didn't catch, I caught a lot of little ones. I didn't catch any big ones. And that's, you know, that's fine. You know, we had a lot of fun. We had enough to keep us active. And Brandon and I had so much fun. We were in the same fish house by ourselves. Which was even, I guess, more fun. There's more room to roam and all yeah. that, you know. And he caught uh, some nice white fish, tulipies, they call them, right? He caught uh, the biggest walleye that we had. wasn't a monster either, but he, he caught more than I, I mean, He caught three times as many fish as I did. And he's only four feet away from me. And we both had Vexilars, and he's marking them. And I wasn't a marking them as Isn't often crazy? as he that was. That happens to me all the time. Yeah, you know, so he's right there. Bad. He's right there. So I was thinking, he's got a dead stick in one hole and, I, and, his, and the jigging in the other. Why don't I just go next to you and we jig in both of those holes and put dead sticks over here? Oh, no, that would screw it all up. Really would. I bet no, it I'm would. Yeah, I bet <laughs> so. Um, 
Uh, Next it was thing you cool. Know, you're 16 miles south. The same damn thing. <laughs> he caught a big eel pout. Yeah, that was that. that was cool. I'm guessing it was about seven pounds. And Poor it was, man's lobster. It yeah. was, uh, and you wouldn't believe how many. I've, I know people eat those. And have you ever never, tried it? No. Have you, Mark? I have. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah. It is good. You. Uh, well, there's. A, let me preface this. There's a lot of different ways to you cook have to be it hammered. to make it good. Yeah. Some people yeah. say soak it in milk. Some people say soak it in Sprite. But there's a way to make it more appealing. I guess. Do you Jack, drink soak the milk it. afterwards, or yeah, the warm oh, fish gosh. milk? How about if you soak it in Jack Daniels? That would probably be good. <laughs> or like, 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 always be cautious of fish you have to soak before you eat, <laughs> especially corks. You know, for wine bottles, cork soakers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, well, he caught that. It was fun because we didn't know what it was, and um, <laughs> but him bump, and he was so he's he's fighting it for about a minute and a half, and. And it was good. He he lost a lot of fish, more than I did. And he doesn't fish very much. This is the right. first time he's ice fished in probably 10 years, he said. Did he have a good time? Very. He had a great, great time. But uh, so once we had, he had it on good, I brought myself up. I took the transducer out of the water for him and laid on my stomach, and I'm right there. And it took about three minutes for him to get that thing up. And all we saw was the head about the size of the hole. And I thought it was a northern. I couldn't tell until I got my hand around it and picked it up by the gull. <laughs> Uh, by the gills, and it had to be probably seven pounds, probably. Those things are nasty. 20, Did it wrap around your hand? Twenty-six inches. I didn't give it an opportunity to it. It tried. It tried. <laughs> and so when you, so we, he photographed it, and his arm was getting sore. So it had to be a good seven-pound fish. But it was a lot of fun to watch him do that. And uh, so you can't take a good fish of. Uh, I told him to hold it like a walleye. He wouldn't do it. You know, it's like, you know, <laughs> yes, yes. What if it wraps his arm around me? That kind of crap, you know. But uh, It had an arm? Yeah, it had a big arm, yeah. <laughs> anyway, you wouldn't believe how many people I talked to that said they heard this story. And they said, oh, do you save it. We, we, we'll, we, we'll take the we'll take the, uh, the yield pollen. But uh, you know, how do you clean it? What do you do with it? I don't want it, you know. And uh, I saw a video. They, like, skin them. Like, they pull the skin off like yeah. a snake. Yeah. It's in the cod family. So, I mean, it's not, like, it's yeah. not crazy to eat them. Yeah. That's that's uh, I couldn't do it, especially like you know looking at them how slimy they are and like that little. Black we sound crap like not very out. good outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Is she? Yeah. Did yeah. it wrap around your arm? We, Yuck. Um, <laughs> our radio show is called the Four Outdoorsman in here, and, and all of a sudden we're sitting next. I'm sitting next to Mark Lukey, who will not touch who will not touch a leech. And all our listeners right now are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are these yahoos? Anyway, so we had, on the way on the <laughs> we organized a, a couple of contests. One was the biggest walleye. A bunch of us on the bus put a buck in. I think I got 30 people or so to throw a dollar in for the biggest walleye. Then on the way back, you know, we get halfway back, and I said, who caught over 15 inches? Who got 16? And it went from 35 to 25. All of a sudden, I go, who got walleyes over 25? And there was four or five, six people over 25 inches. And it got to be one guy who had one 27 and a half inches. One guy had one 27, and he was honest, was on the nose 27. The other guy wins it with 27 and a half inch walleye. The guy's 82 years old. From Hutchinson or someplace, Owatonna down there, good for him. And so he not only won the $29, he won a nice Bob gift package as well. Hats and sweatshirts and those kind of things. So he came back to the studio, the Bob FM studios with us, and we gave him his package. It was just a cool, cool deal. So did you have to have somebody else verify the No, hell, fishermen don't lie. Well, dude, <laughs> what if he, he went, he said, was last, right? Because one guy's like, yeah, I got a 27. The guy's like, oh, sorry, bud. I what got a, a coincidence. I got a 27.5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go figure. Go yeah. figure. Now, the highlight of the trip for me, of course, was uh, I. Well, when the, someone said I got 27 and a half, I said, sorry, fellas, I caught a 32-incher. And they said, oh, really? I said, well, it was a fishing rod, though. <laughs> and uh, you, you, you see the video? Yeah. And it was when they give you 
they say they're going to give you tackle, you know, rods and tackle. Well, they give you a, a rod and a jig. Gold jig? Yeah. No, it's not a gold uh, jig. These were, these Lake are, of the Woods gold. Come on. No, Come it's a, on. I think it was a pink jig. And it's a, it's a $40. I looked it up because I thought I was going to have to buy it because it's a $40 <laughs> rod. <laughs> it's a clam. It's a clam. I forget the name of the fishing rod. But so uh, the second day we get out there, we, our brand and I get in our fish house, laying our stuff down, and I lay it out, and I kick one, the rod by accident. Never it has been used before. And it goes down the hole, and I've got a knee that's not working that well, so I couldn't get down on the floor as quickly as I wanted to. But I did, and I laid, and I just touched it. I couldn't get it, and you just watch it. You know, yeah, yeah. The yeah. flutter down. And even if I, <laughs> even if I had cast covers, I wasn't ready for that one. But uh, uh, Bill, I, Bill Katz, I apologize. I did not have a cast cover with me, and maybe I could have prevented that from happening. So the thing goes down in the water. We're in 32, 33 feet of water. And I don't have ripping wraps or something like that that you can kind of bounce it off the bottom with three treble hooks to try to hook this thing. But I tried with the jigs and uh, one of those devil, devil's-like things, and, and I, nothing was happening. I couldn't do it at all. So we just let it go. After five, ten minutes trying that, it's, it's, you can't see it. Nothing. So I did use that as a dead stick hole. Three hours later, I want to check my, my minnow, and I'm bringing something up. I think it's a fish. It's the fishing rod. <laughs> and I hook it right in the middle of the rod. And I don't know if I had it on the line or the or the or I so it could slide each yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so as I get it up there, you can't get it through the ice because it's it's, perp- it's parallel to the ice, you know. <laughs> and I can't reach down because it's twenty inches of ice. You guys would have reached that. Oh yeah. I can't. To my Brand- elbow. Brandon and I we're the munchkins of the fishing community, <laughs> you, got, you know. T so. Rex is trying to get it out. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a big head, little arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Brandon got the idea. Brandon is smarter than I am. He said, "How about you just lower it, hang, give it some tension, just lower it, and it goes down three, four feet below the hole, which gives him room to throw a line down there with a treble hook. Hooks it at the front end of the pole, the end of the pole." Turn it up, and we brought it up. And you guys celebrated a bit more than catching a thirty-inch one. I think so. That was a cool deal. That's a rare, rare experience. But uh, everything went absolutely famously. Great organization. Uh, I pray to God uh, your fishing is better than mine was. You caught some fish, you know. Yeah. We've been to a lot of places where we haven't caught any fish. It's not the destination; it's the <laughs> journey. Your right? story about catching that sure reminds me of. I remember when we started fishing regularly with the father-son fishing trip. I don't know, this had to have been 12 years ago, let's say. I We were just getting big into it. I spent all this money on the tackle, like I say I do every time. I use only a gold jig and a minnow. We're trolling in a pontoon so we could fish more people. I hook something, and I'm like, this thing is huge. I'm, we're, we're going, and it, it, it's giving me like some bounce back. So I'm like, this is a fish. I fought it for probably, I don't know. It felt like an eternity, but maybe it was like three or four minutes. It was like about 1950s lawn chair. <laughs> and the fighting was it was collapsed, and it was yeah. opening and closing. So I'm like, this thing is – it's head shaking. It's huge. Yeah, that is funny. But I see like all of a sudden this like woven checkered yellow thing. I'm yeah. like, son of a bee. Oh, that's funny. Hey, I got a couple of shout-outs as well from the people that we had up, we had up there. Andy Hildebrand was a great, great guy. I met him once at a Twins game. Happened to see him on the ball on the bus as well. We had a lot of fun with him. Uh, Bernie, a lady named Bernie, and Tiny, the guy named, guy's name was Tiny, and his lady friend caught, they're just friends, 28-and-a-half-inch walleye. I didn't catch it, but they did. Uh, the guy who took caught the big walleye, won all the money, was his name was Jason, and uh, a lot of other people as well, but uh, hats off to Ballard for doing a good job for us. And, and Bob FM. Uh, and Bob FM, I guess. So I'm going to try to schmooze my way onto a summer trip, the Bob FM summer fishing trip they put on. I'm going to go again. It was a lot of fun. Hey, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks to the guests. 
Oh, no, we're not doing that yet? This is our first segment. Oh, we got guests coming on. Yeah, we yeah. have guests coming on. Your first week back, I think, you think we're over after 16, 17 minutes? We got guests. They're waiting for us. Hey, is the virus turning it around? <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back. The Four Outdoorsmen. Just average guys that love to hunt and fish and chew the fat on Bob Outdoors. You've heard us talk about Devil's Lake for quite a while now, and there are many, many reasons why. To think that 30 years ago, Devil's covered about 85,000 acres. Today, that same body of water is over 160,000 acres, and that story alone brings the curious to visit this wonderful place. But it's the no-slot limit on walleyes with five a day and ten a possession. That's bringing the four outdoorsmen to Devil's Lake as often as we can. Devil's Lake, North Dakota, rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country. Visit devilslakend.com, and thanks. Cabra Sporting Goods in Blaine is having its biggest Black Friday sale ever. Get 25% off all FXR apparel, 20% off all rods and reels. Buy a Ruger 1022 and get a free 25-round magazine. $150 off select bows and Raven crossbows. Big discounts on guns, ice shelters, boots, you name it. Come down to Capro's November 25th and 26th. No specially orders or rain checks, in-stock items only, old school in person. You know who has deals? Capra's has deals. Pheasants Forever's National Pheasant Fest and Quail Classic is coming to the Minneapolis Convention Center on February 17th through the 19th. Join us for puppy and dog training seminars, a youth village for kids, a public lands pavilion, pollinator and wildlife habitat, hunting gear, and more than 400 unique exhibitors. It's National Pheasant Fest and Quail Classic the weekend of February 17th. Presented by Pheasants Forever, Quail Forever, and Federal Ammunition. For more information, log on to pheasantfest.org. Dezeal Heating and Air Conditioning has let the dogs out, and their two-fur deal is back. If your furnace and air conditioner are over 10 years old, they could roll over and break down. Let Dezeal help you fetch a free air conditioner with their two-fur deal. For a limited time, when you purchase a furnace, you get a free AC unit with a free UV package. Dezeal Heating and AC, serving Wright County and the West Metro. Details online at DezealHVAC.com. That's D-E-Z-I-E-L-HVAC.com. It's melting. The snow, the ice, and prices on in-stock Ice Castle Fish Houses at Forest Lake Auto Truck and Trailer Sales. Get the best prices of the season just west of 35 in Forest Lake. Go to IceCastleUSA.com. That's IceCastleUSA.com. You want a cool lake trout fishing experience? Head to Ely, an Arrowhead Outdoors Bait Tackle Hunt Camp Store, Minnesota's stream and lake trout headquarters. Arrowhead carries the largest selection of lake trout tackle found any place in northern Minnesota, and they're the only ones in Ely renting houses for targeting lake trout. Dates are filling fast, and sharing a lake trout fishing trip on the doorstep of the Boundary Waters means memories that are going to last a lifetime. <laughs> you might even catch a walleye or two. Arrowhead Outdoors, the very, very best. If you're in the market for a new pontoon or fishing boat, you have to head down to Power Lodge. Just down the street from our station off Highway 10 in Ramsey. Better than boat show deals on pontoons from Bennington and Godfrey. They have fishing boats, Lumacraft, Smokercraft, Triton. While supplies last, biggest deals of the year, sales, service, they do it all at Power Lodge. That's why it's been my Power Sports dealer for over seven years. Visit PowerLodge.com. Do you ever wonder where racehorses go when they're done racing? 
Cook Thoroughbred Transformations is a Minnesota family-founded and operated nonprofit specializing in injured or retired thoroughbreds. The horses are healed physically and mentally, then trained into a vast variety of second careers from hunter-jumpers to family trail horses. You've heard the call, now go to Cook. That's K-O-C-H thoroughbreds.com for information on how you can help support these horses or even better, learn how to own your next thoroughbred. That's K-O-C-H thoroughbreds.com. The number one request of soldiers is take care of my family. And that's exactly what the Minnesota Military Family Foundation does. We take care of the military family in times of financial crisis. Please donate at minnesotamilitaryfamilyfoundation.org. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. This is Matt Crowder live at the gas station on 41st Street reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss. Are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow. Oh, there you have have it. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free Upside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder Radio News Network. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code TRAFFIC for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code TRAFFIC for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code TRAFFIC. Hey, it's Jim Erickson, and join me for the All Request Lunch Hour this upcoming Wednesday and every other Wednesday at the Buffalo American Legion, post number 270, noon to 1. Request a song, have lunch, have fun. The Bob FM All Request Lunch Hour, live at the Buffalo Legion this Wednesday. Broadcasting live from the Barnhouse Exteriors Studios. Go to BarnhouseExteriors.com. Have storm damage? Need a new roof? Go to BarnhouseExteriors.com for a free, no-obligation consultation. Total Country Bob FM. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the four outdoorsmen. Of course, Drew Man, Mark Lukey to my right, and Sam to... His left, and uh, we're also to your right. And well, yeah, his left, my right. You know, <laughs> I, I, That's confusing. Stuck a, in the middle with you. I'm a left-handed Pollock from the east side of St. Paul. We got to come a special guest today. We got a young kid, 13 year old kid named Zach Paternos and his dad Eric. Welcome to the show, you guys. Whoever wants to talk, go ahead and talk. Welcome to the show. Not at once. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Not a problem. So, yeah. Well, thank you for having us on. We appreciate it. You bet. You bet. Eric, now you and Zach were fishing in Gall Lake, and, and uh, that tournament that you were fishing in, everyone knows now that Zach is the kid who caught this nine-and-a-half-pound nine walleye, wins a $40,000 truck or something like that. Have you fished in this tournament before? Uh, I have. This is my second time doing it, and my dad, grandpa, and uncle have gone basically since it started. Is that right? So, Eric, you've been on, the, on this on this trip many, many times. How did you get involved with this fishing tournament being from Hutchinson, Minnesota? Well, I think it was the draw of the of the prizes, I guess, that, that drew us up there. And um, I started getting involved once I was actually dating my, my now wife and Zach's mother. Um, and uh, they would go up there as kind of a family outing. Um, even like Zach's great grandfather would go with and, um, his late great grandfather at this time, but, uh, would go with and we would all enjoy a weekend and have a good time 
before and after uh, on the ice. Where do you, is it hard, there's 12,000 people on a piece of water. It's hard for me to comprehend. <laughs> Did you read that, I guess, the day before, 100 volunteers chopped, they, they cut 14,000 holes. Whoa. 14,000 holes the day before. How many volunteers? 100 volunteers. Wow. That's 140 per person. That's a that's, lot. That's quick math. <laughs> anyway, hey, let me ask let, let me ask Erica this. They cut they cut these fourteen thousand holes the night before the fishing tournament. The day of the fishing tournament, it was eleven below to like six or seven above. They 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 had to freeze over, didn't they, Eric? Yeah, they do. Um, that's part of the uh, the planning ahead, I guess, and, and and the details within that tournament is, you know, it's it's unique in that normally you have a, a house and a shelter, a heater. Um, you know those things that that help keep the things open unfrozen, and so one of the one of the keys is to make sure you have a chisel along or something to open the hole back up because it does, like I say, it, it freezes over. Some this year it wasn't so bad because there was some snow cover that yeah. blew in the holes that we had, uh, but other years we've had it where the holes have frozen down to you know more not more than four or five inches in, in diameter. Wow! So you have to ream out the hole. <laughs> um, you make sure you got all the tools along with you. Um, there's a funny story is the there's a couple from Tallahassee, Florida that had come up that we met at the tournament and they're sitting next to us. They had never been ice fishing before. And they came out to this to experience ice fishing and, and, and I, this is about as brutal as it gets as oh, far yeah. as uh, yeah. conditions go. And they came out with a uh, a soup ladle and a and a garden fork <laughs> and a hand garden tool to, to clear their hole and <laughs> they're like, Oh, that's not gonna quite cut it. So oh, that's funny. Oh, that is we, really funny. We helped them clear out their hole and uh, got them got them started anyway, but they I think they froze up their lines rather quick and were gone after about forty minutes. But <laughs> they had a good time. Really cool. My buddy Mark my buddy Mark Luke has got a question for you. Yeah, I'm always yeah. worried about logistics here. Do you is it just first come, first serve? Is everyone uh boxing each other out for the good holes and the good spots or how did you guys select where you wanted to fish go ahead Zach. well we had stayed over the night before in an ice castle and we had a family friend that came up and we kind of slept in and he got up early because he was at he was back home here so he got up earlier and they got there and they picked out a spot and we just kind of Got up and moseyed our way over to the spot. So <laughs> that's the way to do it. <laughs> that's cheating, Zach. That's cheating. Hey, we're talking with Eric Paternos and his son Zach. And Zach's the young man who caught this big walleye and wins a pickup truck in the uh, the uh, Brainerd JCs ice fishing extravaganza. It's been going on for how many years? Thirty years? Forty years? How long has that thing been going on? Thirty-three is the best we can tell. Yeah. I just can't picture like, like the question that Mark asks is is legit. Because these 12,000 people of fishermen who are out there aren't out there the night before. Their parkings, or they must be getting shuttled in, and they just must. Are there roads out there? Are, are there vehicles out there all over the place as well? You know, they try to limit the number of vehicles on the ice just because of the pure weight. So they actually do a, a pretty fantastic job of shuttling people in. So years ago, we would stay at local hotels in the Brainerd area. And they would shuttle you, shuttle you directly from the hotel to the ice. They had routes that, you know, they would go to. They also used that BIR uh, raceway as a parking spot and oh, shuttle yeah. people to the ice. Yeah. And so even the highway, you know, if you're driving 371 north out of Brainerd that day, you're going to be very frustrated because it's a, a very much a, a bottleneck of, of traffic. 
but they do a pretty good job of, you know, getting people on and off the ice. Um, and so it, a lot of, most people come via the shuttle. There are some private parking and other things and snowmobiles and such that you can use, but. You know, the JCs, the JCs have been doing it for a long, long time. They pretty much have it down, but they, they've raised $4.3 million since they started this thing. Oh That's a lot of money. That's amazing. And most of the money goes to, uh, da, 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 I forget, oh, the, uh, a lot of charities, including most notably the Confidence Learning Center, don't know much about it, but we're going to learn about it. But that's a big, big deal. So congrats to the JCs. All right, Zach, let's talk about it now. How how long had been had you been fishing on the ice there before you got this 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 hit on this walleye? Well, so when we started the day, about an hour in, I caught a tulipy that was suspended about thirty feet up in the water column. Were you using a like a Vexilar or something? You had you had you had electronics, right? Yeah, yeah, I had a Vexilar down, Attaboy. and I had about a two millimeter or a four millimeter tungsten jig with a wax worm on two pound test, oh, and oh, I oh, caught oh. this tulipy, and it was it was actually in twenty fifth place. I did not caught the walleye, which would have been four wheeler, anyways. <laughs> so, anyways, I caught the tulipy, and then we were pretty excited about that. And then later on, there's this. We start marking a couple more tulipy up around the same depth. Yeah. So I reel up to them. They kind of go away, and then I shoot this big, dark, just really dark red oh. line. Something this is just a big tulipy. Yeah. And it bites, and I set the hook, and it just starts taking drag immediately. So. Yeah. Doesn't that, now you must have known it was a walleye right away. Do tulipy? I I just came back from Lake of the Woods, and I only caught up a whole bunch of small walleyes, but. Honestly, got ten minutes before we got done. I had something really decent, and it it had jerked like a, a crappie does. You know, a big monster crappie. It wasn't a walleye, and I had it for about fifteen seconds, and it was gone. So it couldn't have been a walleye. But so you knew this was a walleye right off the bat. Well, I didn't really know what it was right away because my drag was so light, I couldn't really feel it fighting a whole lot. It was just taking drag. Yeah. And it was shaking its head really weird. It wasn't really fighting like a walleye would. Mm-hmm. It was fighting like a burbot or a northern or something weird because it was just going on drives and shaking its head, which is what a northern usually does. Yeah. And then we saw it swim by the hole once, and we knew it was a walleye. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> That's exciting. Then you got excited, I bet, when you saw it, when you saw it yep. swim by. That's exciting. <laughs> what were now? Um, you you speak so intelligently. You you speak older than a 13-year-old kid. You were talking technical stuff about tungsten jigs and things that I'm still learning, and I'm 71 years old. Good for you. Um, I was, oh, what, were you what were you using? You had a tungsten jig. What was on the tungsten jig? Was it a minnow? Minnow oh, head? A wax worm. That's interesting. So you weren't actually even targeting well, a yeah, walleye. You, but you downsized, right, because it was so cold, right? You, you, you did the perfect thing. Well, how the hell do you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is the kid that caught yeah, the fish. I, I, I thought it was a tulipy, so I just had a wax room and a little jig on on two pound test. Now, when you when you uh, started the downsizing was a the downsizing was a legit. So we we had stayed on the ice before that, and we found that uh, the, the hits that we did get for walleyes were on uh, smaller jigs with smaller minnows prior to that. So so we definitely had that going in. But, See, yeah, sir, I am that. smart. Yeah, Mark, 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 I am smart. <laughs> I promise you. So I should have used something like that. I should have made a change myself when I was on Lake of the Woods the last couple of days because, honest to God, I know there's big walleyes up there. And, and 
we had we had a group of fifty up there, and uh, uh, about four or five guys caught walleyes over twenty five, twenty six. I didn't catch a walleye over over twelve inches, and that's on Lake of the Woods. But I was using minnow heads and minnows, and mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. Should have downsized. I guess I should have down. I should have called Zach. Zach, Zach knows what's going on. <laughs> Zach, did you did you know when you pulled this up that this was going to be a winner? Did, did you hear? Of, is it live like scoring, like on an app or something? Or did you did you know if you'd be in um, first place? Um, we brought up to the way station. I knew okay. right away that I was in the money. Like yeah. I was a money fish. Yep. So we brought it up right away, and I was in the lead by four pounds with an hour left. So it was kind of obvious that I was probably going to win. That's a comfortable so. lead, young man. Four pounds. Uh, yeah. That. When you uh, when you were bringing it through the hole, you know your heart. It's like getting your first big buck or something like that. You know your heart starts beating a little bit when you knew it was a decent sized fish. Did you start panicking a little bit when you're bringing the thing up toward the hole? Like, oh gosh, did I tie the knot properly and all that kind? Of, were you using lead? Were you using braided line or, or mono, or, or what were you using? So I was using two pound mono, and I burned off my line a couple hours <laughs> before, so I was hoping the knot would hold up. Yeah. So um, it swam. So once we got it up, it swam probably around the hole twice so we knew it was a walleye yeah and then it got caught in the ice yeah oh boy so my uncle actually had to reach his arm down the hole and then it swam loose and then finally it swam across the hole a couple more times and it came right back up the hole so oh boy i would have been nervous too if you had to you know jam the ice open in the morning it probably had a little bit rougher edges so were you worried your your line was going to get cut pulling that thing in yeah yeah, it was it was a stressful couple of moments. <laughs> how how far is the was the scoring area, the weigh-in area from where you guys were, and did you have to hoof it over there, or did you have a four wheeler or something? Um, we're not allowed motorized vehicles in the contest area, okay. but so you just walk over there. We were pretty close. I think we were, I mean, we were a couple hundred yards, couple hundred yards away. Yeah. So we were pretty close. And my guess is when you're making your way over there, there were people giving you lots of high fives and saying, holy <laughs> balls, this is pretty special. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, when you went, now, this kid is 13 years old. Did, was it hard to get him involved in the outdoors, hunting and fishing when he was a little kid? You know, no. no. Um, you know, he's uh, he's been fishing with me since he's been old enough to walk and old enough to wear a life jacket. And, my my secret when he was young was to get him a bucket of minnows or catch a fish early and put in the live well. And uh, he would sit there and play with minnows or the fish in the live well for hours. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, eventually he, you know, he caught his first walleye actually playing with minnows and is hanging his line over the side of the boat and pretty soon <laughs> it started jerking and started reeling it up and it was a little 16-inch walleye. And, and since then he kind of enjoyed it and he's gotten – better and better and uh, more and more confident. And that now I get a fair amount of ribbing um, from him as well. So. Yeah. Now he's becoming a, <laughs> now he's, now he's becoming a celebrity. He's a better fisherman than the old man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think it was your, I think it was your comment, either yours or, or grandpa's who said, uh, you know, I've always wanted to get him away from the Xbox and into the tackle box. And that's a great line. Now, I don't know if you made it up or not, but that's a great line. Yeah. Yeah. Zach. So. Now, go ahead, Mark, Mark. Oh, I want to say, so um, quick shout-out here. So you won a new truck from Mills Automotive up there in Brainerd. Uh, it was also tricked out by Radco. 
did you think about it or you're like, I got to sell it? Obviously, you can't drive yet. Were you thinking about putting it in uh, storage until you're 16? It was a thought. <laughs> and then I thought about it. <laughs> well, the, it would be very practical. Yeah. And the, the, the key here is, Mark. You're it, smarter than I was. No, no, no. They, they did some research, obviously, because... The taxes he would have to pay on this thing is about nine thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. You know that's uh, so they get their money one way or another. And right now, uh, all they could sold the thing for thirty grand or something. Nine oh, grand, sure, a lot it's of a money. lot more than thirty yeah. grand. These no, days. I, I mean, I mean that. But they could, <laughs> they could have come up with that or something. But that's a lot of money. The kid would have gotten taxed nine thousand dollars. Well, that's a lot of. Got money. Got a new truck. Like. That's that. That'd be a decision. You never know. Zach, where do you fish around home? You must have a couple of favorite spots. Uh, yeah, there's a couple that we go to pretty often. Don't Just tell the me. Lakes yeah, around yeah don't, don't, don't tell me any names, kid. Be smarter than that. Don't tell me <laughs> any names. If you had, uh, have you been to Canada, any bucket list trips that you, you and the old man are going to take in the next year or two? Um, I've never really been in Canada, like on land, but we go to Lake of the Woods twice a year. So we kind of cross over. The Canadian waters for a little bit and then go back into the U.S. waters. But that's one of my favorite trips that we go on. Oh, it so has, we to, go in the it has to be. So we go in the spring right after I saw it on the river in Four Mile. And then we go in the summertime in the main lake. Good so. for you. Good for you. Yeah, you understand, kid, that if you're a very blessed young man, don't you? Do you t- thank the old man and mom every day almost that you are pretty blessed, right? Yes. I bet you do. I bet you do, yeah. <laughs> Last question I got for everybody to cut to a commercial here. How many girlfriends you got now? <laughs> Still zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Worry that, about fishing for a while. That a boy. Yeah, you're a smart man. Don't do that until you're 30 years old. Don't get involved with a woman until you're 30 years old. Zach and Eric, thanks I'm for being here. Yeah, thanks for being on the four outdoorsman. I'll tell you what, you know, I'll talk to you off the air when tell you how, how you guys can listen to the show and, and uh, uh, it's gonna be live, of course. It's Sunday nights at six o'clock and down where you guys are, probably on one oh seven point five, I think it is. Wasn't it Bob Eckers yep. down to one oh seven point five? But boy, I tell you what, congratulations to both you guys and keep it up, man. I'm excited. I'm gonna give that a shot sometime. I'm gonna give that a shot sometime. Zach and Eric, uh, thanks for being on the Four Outdoorsman, and keep on fishing. All right, thank you. You bet. Take care. Yeah, yeah, take care. That's a great story. That's cool. He's a poised young man. Very well spoken too. Gosh, smart guy. Thirteen. I like he's talking terms that I don't know. I just nod, you know. (laughs) But good for that kid. That's a. I can't picture twelve thousand people within a. Must be a half mile. I forget how big. How big. Would they have to? How much space would they have to have to have twelve thousand people on the ice? I don't know. And they, I've seen pictures of that event, and it's imagine incredible. twelve thousand people standing on ice, surrounded by fourteen thousand holes. Yeah, ice is very strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just is. took a lot of integrity out of it, and you're standing around it. It's it's actually kind of freaky. My yeah. thought is, how does a fish survive? Can you imagine swimming through that pile? <laughs> yeah. You're just getting rained on by it's lures. like a soldier running through a landmine. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're just, just hoping not to get chandeliers of jigs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or it's like, holy crap, we hit the buffet. Yeah. And on gull, you can see, you know, because of zebra mussels. So that fish is looking and seeing just an ocean <laughs> yeah. of jigs. Yeah, yeah. 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 It is true. <laughs> yeah. Mark, uh, who's, the, who's the next guest we got when you know it? You, uh, you Jennifer got... Pudence. She's the, um, I think it's spelled Pudence, we'll see, but she is the publisher of a magazine called Adventurous. It's an outdoor magazine for women. 
Uh, she was featured on Twin Cities Wally's Unlimited, and so I reached out, and she's got a great story. We're going to learn more about that next on The Four Outdoorsmen. So you're saying she's discriminating. Yep. Right? She's prejudiced. Hey, uh, women need a magazine, too. I guess they do. Real Minnesotans know how to keep the grill going year-round. And the Bob FM Chillin' and Grillin' Giveaway is your chance to win a brand-new Big Green Egg Grill and Smoker and $250 of meat from the Butchery of Maple Lake to bring your grill game to a whole new level. Just submit a picture of yourself chillin' and grillin' in Bob Country by March 2nd. See some of the past finalists and submit your picture online at MyBobCountry.com. It's the Bob FM Chillin' and Grillin' Giveaway. So you've never been to Devil's Lake, North Dakota? You gotta. Devil's Lake has been rated one of the top five fisheries in the entire country for many years for many reasons. Hey, plenty of walleyes, of course, with no slot limits. You've heard it before. 365 day season, five a day in tenant possession. That's crazy. And jumbo perks are a blast to catch. Devil's Lake got many guide services that'll make sure your ice fishing trip will make you want to come back. Hey, bring your family. Let's have some fun. Check out devilslakend.com and thanks. Cabra Sporting Goods in Blaine is having its biggest Black Friday sale ever. Get 25% off all FXR apparel, 20% off all rods and reels. Buy a Ruger 1022 and get a free 25-round magazine. $150 off select bows and Raven crossbows. Big discounts on guns, ice shelters, boots, you name it. Come down to Capro's November 25th and 26th. No specialty orders or rain checks, in-stock items only, old school in person. You know who has deals? Capra's has deals. Dezeal Heating and Air Conditioning has let the dogs out, and their two-fur deal is back. If your furnace and air conditioner are over 10 years old, they could roll over and break down. Let Dezeal help you fetch a free air conditioner with their two-fur deal. For a limited time, when you purchase a furnace, you get a free AC unit with a free UV package. Dezeal Heating and AC, serving Wright County and the West Metro. Details online at DezealHVAC.com. That's D-E-Z-I-E-L-HVAC.com. Pheasants Forever's National Pheasant Fest and Quail Classic is coming to the Minneapolis Convention Center on February 17th through the 19th. Join us for puppy and dog training seminars, a youth village for kids, a public lands pavilion, pollinator and wildlife habitat, hunting gear, and more than 400 unique exhibitors. It's National Pheasant Fest and Quail Classic the weekend of February 17th. Presented by Pheasants Forever, Quail Forever, and Federal Ammunition. For more information, log on to pheasantfest.org. Arrowhead Outdoors in Ely, Minnesota doesn't claim to be Minnesota's trout headquarters just because no one else does. They actually carry the largest selection of lake trout tackle found anywhere in northern Minnesota. And much of it is custom made right there at Arrowhead. This season, Arrowhead Outdoors is the only store in town renting ice houses for lake trout. And if you never caught a lake trout through the ice, get ready for an experience worth sharing. Hey, come relish the wilderness and the serenity of Ely area. And let Arrowhead Outdoors help you catch a few trout. If you're in the market for a new pontoon or fishing boat, you have to head down to Power Lodge. Just down the street from our station off Highway 10 in Ramsey. Better than boat show deals on pontoons from Bennington and Godfrey. They have fishing boats, Lumacraft, Smokercraft, Triton. While supplies last, biggest deals of the year, sales, service, they do it all at Power Lodge. That's why it's been my power sports dealer for over seven years. Visit PowerLodge.com.
It's melting. The snow, the ice, and prices on in-stock ice castle fish houses at Forest Lake Auto Truck and Trailer Sales. Get the best prices of the season just west of 35 in Forest Lake. Go to IceCastleUSA.com. That's IceCastleUSA.com. All right, we're back to the four outdoorsmen. I'll tell you what, thanks everybody for listening. We're on every Sunday night at 6 o'clock on mybobcountry.com. Join us if you could. Sam Strewman here, Mark Lukey. Hey, we got a special guest right now. I'll tell you what, somebody that Mark ran into somewhere along the line. Jen <clears throat> Puddens is on, is P U D E N Z. And uh, yeah. let's say hi. Bring that lady in, pal. Well, uh, with your conversation, Strew, when we talked about guests, we, we really have a desire to get more women on the show yeah. and, and promote females in the sport. Because that is so important. And right after that conversation, I was looking through my Facebook feed at work like I do all day. I don't do much else. And uh, <laughs> I saw a post from Twin Cities Walleyes Unlimited, and it featured or it talked about uh, Jen and the magazine. So I reached out, and she was gracious enough to join us. So on the line right now, we have Jen Pudens. Pudens. Pudens, welcome <laughs> to the Four Outdoorsman. Jen, how are you? Hi. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, so you were nice enough to send us a copy of the magazine. It looks fantastic. It really does. Beautiful. Um, it's Thank really, you. really well done. You have a lot of people in there that we've talked to over the years. Uh, looks really exciting. Looks like you have some great brands behind you already, which is a great start for any magazine. Yeah. And uh, yeah. like DSG, I believe, and Stryker looked like a lot of good stuff in there. And uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your idea for the magazine, how, how you got started in it. And what, what brings you here today? Thank you. Yes. So there's really never been anything like adventurous before. It is the only women's hunting and fishing magazine that's available. Um, there have been other, um, you know, women's hunting or women's fishing magazines, um, that have, uh, you know, tried to keep going before. And unfortunately this is a really tough thing to keep going. Yes, and, um, also, I think a big difference is just how a lot of the media before for um, women had dealt with like just personal stories, a lot of beginner stories that didn't really share like information where you learn from them as right. readers. And also a lot of <laughs> articles on like how to take your girlfriend or your wife <laughs> hunting or, yeah. you know, Honestly, like it, it was such a put off for me, you know, as a woman hunter and, and outdoors woman and everything. Right. So, um, so my niche and my whole idea with adventurous has always been that it's how to articles, um, anything you would expect, just like a men's magazine where you're, you're reading something from somebody that's very experienced in that topic and they're sharing their knowledge. And so you can really learn from the articles. And also, you know, previously what's been done, too, is more like a newsletter or not quality paper or black mm -hmm. and white printing like that. So um, I really go all out with high quality prints and, um, you know, there's amazing photos in there and everything like that. So it really is like the whole the whole package is, you know, legit and something that's never been done like that before. I'll so. tell you, we're, we're talking with Jen Puddens, and she's a P-U-D-E-N-Z. You can say it however you want, but she's the editor and publisher <laughs> and owner of Adventurers, Adventurous. Uh, Adventurous Adventurous. Magazine, and, and uh, it's literally yeah. tailored for the outdoor women. That's a great idea. And I'm, I'm, 
I'm already got somebody I'm going to send this to. I'm going to get, I'll get a prescription, what do you want, Great. or a subscription to <laughs> a prescription. prescription I do, yeah, I need a prescription as well. <laughs> He's got a fever. I got a fever. <laughs> and the only a, prescription is more I got, adventurous. I got a fishing fever. But uh, <laughs> a friend of mine, and we've had her on the show before, her name is Carrie, Carrie Lampert, and she, um, 30 years ago, had a heart transplant. She's a huge, avid hunter, fisher person, has been for years and years and years and years and still does, and uh, not as much as she used to. And I'm going to get this for her as, as a gift because she will absolutely eat it up. And I don't know if you know, do any interviews with people like that, but she would be a lady who would be a great interview for your story as well. Tell us how you started. I mean, what, where did you get the idea when you were a young kid to begin hunting and fishing and all of a sudden, wait a minute, I'm going to start a magazine? How did you start <laughs> when you were a little kid? Um, yeah, the outdoors has really always been my life. Um, so my dad is very avid outdoors. And also I, my only sibling is an older brother that's very avid in the outdoors as well. So, um, you know, with my dad and having an older brother, it was, I wanted to tag along for everything, which <laughs> my brother always, didn't always like yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was a sister. But, um, but really, I mean, we grew up just around the outdoors like that that was just everything we did my dad's always been a very avid bow hunter um way before it was ever popular or anything like that so i grew up shooting a bow back when i was three years old um you know and just it's it's a lifestyle it really is a lifestyle so um then once i was in college and stuff and i've i've always loved magazines and had something for that and I just found that I really loved doing the layout and design of magazines, but really that is how my, my brain thinks is in a magazine. So um, I love to be behind the scenes um, as much as I can as, as editor. And it's interesting because I think it's backwards from what people would really think is I tend to not work with professional writers. Actually, I, I end you. up a lot of women that have never wrote before. And it's because I think, um, and also with the magazine, it's, it's, I really look for the real deal women that um, deserve to be featured and share their knowledge and they've never gotten that chance. So a lot of the women I reach out to have never wrote before. And I just tell them, relax, you know, <laughs> it's like you just share the knowledge that you have and I will you know, help you clean it up and with the writing and, and, you know, everything like that. And I love doing that. I love working with people that have never wrote before. And, and so it's a very special thing for them. And um, there's just so many women that have amazing knowledge out there and really are the real deal and um, it's, have so much to share. Yep. Go ahead, Sam. Jen, I just want to say, you know, speaking of writing, I was reading your, uh, um, your editor's notes in the beginning and I appreciate um, you sticking by sticking to your faith. Um, you know, it's oh, thank you. We live in a world that it's hard to do that. You know, sometimes without getting judged. And so, kudos to you for you know taking ownership of this and you know being real about it. And I think that genuineness goes a long way. Yeah. Um, so good for you. Obviously, the faith is a, a big deal, and a lot of outdoorsmen, you know, are you know God fearing individuals, men and women. So. Good for you for sticking to mm -hmm. that. We're talking again Thank with Jen, Jen uh, with uh, Adventurous Magazine. You know, the quality of this magazine and the layout and is absolute, and the photography is phenomenal. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you started this maybe 2014 when you were just doing maybe online and stuff like that. How long has this been in print? It's fairly yeah. recent, right? 
Yeah. So I started it back in 2014 yeah. and, um, I had, I sat on the idea for years ever since I was in college and, and realized that this was something I really wanted to do. Um, so I sat on it for years and then finally, you know, with all the changes of digital, cause I actually, I didn't go to college for digital at all. Like <laughs> this was all new and, and is self-taught and learned one thing at a time since, um, I went to college for, you know, print magazines and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, but you know, magazines are really a complex, expensive thing. So, um, after sitting on the idea for so long, when all the digital things started happening, you know, with smartphones and, and everything like that, where I could be my own publisher. Um, I launched it in spring of 2015 as a digital magazine. And it was very important for me to have it free for anybody that, that, you know, anybody was able to read it. So I did that for 16 issues. Um, there's four past years um, that is still on the website that anybody can read and flip through digitally for free. Um, and then I've had a lot of things going on in my life, just some really hard re hard years recently um, that I had to take a break from the magazine. And so this is a really special uh, big deal for me now to be relaunching the magazine. And what I really wanted was to relaunch it in print. So this is actually the very first print issue, but it's issue 17 total. Well, I tell you what, be proud of yourself. So this is this print is going to go out, if things work out like it should, four times a year as well. Is that your yep, plan? Quarterly. No, quarterly? Yep, okay, quarterly. Yeah, quarterly. Okay. And one of the things I like yep. about it, I tell you what, looking at the magazine, there's not one unattractive woman in hunting. There's not one at all. That's just, that's exciting. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. You. This is uh, every. What is the biggest challenge for you? How many how many subscribers do you think you need to have to to keep this thing going to become a success? Yeah. So I mean, um, like I said, magazines are very complex and expensive things. Usually, they're a whole team of people, yeah. and I'm doing all this by myself, and I wow. always have. Wow. And on top of that, I've always done this by myself while also working another job. So my biggest challenge is I'm spread so thin and um, and that's why I can't do it for free anymore. But with the print issue, I'm hoping to get enough subscribers and advertising support. It goes hand in hand with those things um, where that, you know, I can either get by on just... Um, and we lost our next. Oh no. So the suspense is going to kill us here because we were just going to find out how many subscribers she needed. <laughs> I was excited. Uh, but anyway, while we're waiting to get her back, I'm going to jump in here and yeah, just say, yeah. I, I love marketing. Mark, you love marketing as well. This catalog, or magazine, I should say, is extremely well done. Yep. Everything about it, the cover. We're going to do some live here. We're going to get her back. Right. Jen, you back? We got you. <laughs> I had a phone call pop up. And oh, I no. I don't know if I pushed the wrong right. button or what. We professionally handled it. That's okay. Yeah. You know, that's what, makes, uh, that's what makes live radio fun. It's okay. We have a couple minutes. <laughs> We're talking about uh, your subscription level and where you want it at. Where you want it at and what, what your goals are for the magazine. Okay. So I'm okay to continue. Yep. From here. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. we're, we're, we're going. Great. Um, so, yeah, with subscriptions, um, a really important. Um, subscription number I'm trying to hit for this next before the next issue. Um, so I need to get to this, this number for bulk 
mailing rates, which mm -hmm. will save me money. Oh, yeah. And also right now, I'm doing all the mailing by myself as well. Wow. So, um, yeah. Holy <laughs> buckets. <laughs> yeah. So when I can hit this number, I get the bulk rate, um, bulk rate as well as then the printer can ship it directly to the subscriber. So I really need to hit that that number. Um, and so I'm hoping to do that for the next issue. And then after that, um, you know, it, it, it takes, I'm, you know, it's got to take at least, um, a couple thousand subscribers to right. keep it going. So I'm really hoping that, um, you know, the outdoor industry will step up. So we're going to, we're going to try to help it. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah. So we have about a minute left, Jen. How do people subscribe to your magazine, it is wonderful and, and a great thing for the industry. How do people subscribe? Thank you. Um, yes, you can um, subscribe at the website. It's adventurousmagazine.com, and that's adventure with two S's on the end, mm -hmm. adventurousmagazine.com. Mm -hmm. And you'll see um, there's the year subscription on there, which is what will really help me out with being able to keep this going and to... Um, have that subscribers list. So um, so that would be the one to do. But there's also where you can order single issues. Um, and then also there's a merchandise bu bundle with the magazine as well. So those are the options on there. Hey, Jen, for someone who wants to sponsor, how do they reach you? What's Is there different sponsorship levels? Um, something I, you know, I, I personally would be interested in owning a retail store in the hunting and fishing, you know, category I'd, I'd definitely love to partner with something like this are you looking for more yeah. sponsors and how can they if we have someone listening that would like to sponsor reach out to you absolutely so you're meaning with advertising right yes um so so yeah with advertising i any help is so appreciated and you can reach out to me at email is jen j-e-n at adventurousmagazine.com okay um and any information that you find on adventurous though is all will lead back to me. So, but that would be, um, yeah, so helpful. Um, and also people can help too by sponsoring. I've got an option on the website too, where you can help out by sponsoring a writer, a page or an article, um, that just helps pay that pay for, you know, things. Um, so that is another thing to mention. I do pay the women writers as well. All right, Jen, I tell you what, we got to let you go. Jen Putin's adventurous magazine, it is unbelievable. We're going to push you and support you as hard as we can. I tell you what, take care of your health, my young lady. You're really spreading yourself so thin, but be, be proud of yourself because I'm no one. We've, had, we've been in the show for eight years, and no one has accomplished what you have with, uh, with such limited, you yeah, know, resources. limited help. Be proud of yourself. One of the things <laughs> that you, and one of your letters to the editor, editor letters that you've written, there's a quote in there that, that I say all the time, it's the journey, not the destination. I say it literally yes. every day, and I'm I'm a firm believer <laughs> of that. And and you're going through the journey right now, so let's hope the destination gets you there as well. Jen, thank you very yes. much for joining us on the Four Outdoorsmen. Uh, we'll stay in touch, okay? Okay, thank you so you, much, you guys. You bet. Take care of yourself. Incredible stuff. Yep. Man, good show.
Yeah, Gotta wrap it sure. up. Yeah, don't we yeah. have to wrap it up? Let's wrap it up here, and uh, hopefully you're enjoying the Super Bowl right now as it as it's playing. And, I'm going to predict uh, uh, right now it's probably Kansas City 17, Eagles 21. Wouldn't it be funny? That'd be funny. <laughs> Are we going to play some music and stuff? And uh, we uh, normally kind of kind of go to the stuff, but uh, that's guess. cool. I but we have some. I just don't want to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Eric and uh, Zach Paternus, thanks for being on the Four Outdoorsman. Jen from Adventurous Magazine, a special, special lady. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll talk to you guys next week. My buddy Mark has something to say. Get outside and make some memories. <laughs>